Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help stakeholders with mobile accessibility, it has reminders for parents about pol policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can help with team communication, with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and with all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, that's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started on the Final Forms team. We also want to thank Violet Defense for their support. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with their proudest moments, go to Vital Signs walloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital wall of fame tribute give them a call at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vital signs wall of fame.com that's sales at vital signs wall of fame.com we also want to thank huddle for their support remember at huddle we power sports 
Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high school and college teams. And even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes compete at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches, the college and university teams you're trying to get to, to recruit your kids. Okay? If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying local today in Florida and in Sarasota County, and our guest is James Slayton. James is the District Athletic Director for the Sarasota Public School System in uh, Sarasota, Florida. And uh, he's gonna share a little bit about what's going on in his neck of the state. But uh, James Slayton, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Jake, thanks for having me. Excited about the opportunity. Well, um, again, I've been down here in, in Charlotte County for a couple of years now in my retirement. But uh, you and I connected uh, in uh, what I think is a great way. Uh, I also serve as uh, an official for track and field meets, also high school uh, basketball. But uh, here uh, I was at a junior high track meet, and here's the district athletic director helping out, uh, making sure the kids have a great experience, you know, uh, just leading by example, just uh, really made me feel good. But uh, let's go and get started. We always like to let our listeners 
have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio where you were born, where you grew up and, and kind of how your path has led you to your current position with Sarasota Public Schools. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's pretty diverse. I was uh, born in California, um, spent time in Oregon and Washington. And then also my dad was from the South. So also spent time in Alabama, Georgia and Florida. So kind of been all over, uh, kind of a crazy uh, life growing up, went to 13 different schools until I got to college. Um, so it forced me to be able to adapt to different environments and situations. Um, but it also, for me as an athlete, it, it taught me that I had to work everywhere I went to kind of make a new name for myself. Um, so played sports growing up. Uh, played most of the major ones, football, basketball primarily, but fell in love with basketball. Uh, the ninth, my ninth grade year, it's kind of where I decided I wanted to be a coach as well. Uh, I wanted to be a teacher from my high school basketball coach, Dean Stepp in Eugene, Oregon. Um, Dean really had a big impact on my life. Uh, fast forward, he is now retired. Both of his sons played Division One basketball, uh, one at Rice and one at Gonzaga. Um, He's written books uh, called The Advanced Art of Sh uh, Jump Shooting, uh, The Advanced Art of the Jump Shot, I should say. Um, so he had a big impact, and I realized in an early age that I wanted to be able to have that same impact, uh, you know, when I got older. Uh, fast forward, went through, uh, played basketball at Lane Community College there in Eugene. Then I ended up transferring to Auburn University, where I ended up getting two degrees. Uh, I got a undergrad in PE, and then a master's degree in special ed. Um, worked out with the basketball team at Auburn. Uh, didn't work out for me to uh, play there, but early on decided while I was there that I wanted to start coaching. So I started coaching at Auburn High School, which was a fame program in the state of Alabama while I was there uh, for a legendary coach, uh, Frank Talbert. Um, also from there, went and started coaching in Macon, Georgia, back to Auburn, um, then to Atlanta, then down to Northport High School in Florida, then back up to Alabama to Oxford High School, a really strong athletic high school. Um, and then most recently was at Venice High School. And this is my fifth year as the district athletic director for the school district. So kind of pretty diverse, um, ended up getting my uh, specialist degree in ed leadership, which really, you know, it's funny, I was looking back at some of my college projects that for some reason I still had. And one of my goals, uh, and I wrote this when I was 21 years old, that I wanted to one day be a, a head coach, head basketball coach. And then I also one day wanted to be an athletic director. And, you know, it was something that I kind of set my sights on early on and, you know, um, it's funny looking back, you know, I'm a Christian and it's been very obvious that God has really directed my steps. And uh, I'm just extremely blessed to be where I am. You know, most people, they talk about jobs being, you know, a four letter word um, and I get to come and do something I enjoy every single day. And that has its challenges, just like all, all fields do. But at the same time, it's something that I love and I have a chance to uh, be a part of something big here in Sarasota County and, and, you know, here on the podcast, hopefully encourage 
others out there wanting to do the same thing. Well, I really appreciate you sharing uh, that. And uh, as I was listening, we have quite a few similarities. You know, I was at a number of schools and programs and a number of states. I was actually born and raised in Oregon and uh, started my career there. Uh, I was born in the Dalles and then um, went to high school uh, over in Vancouver, Washington, actually Battleground, Washington, but uh, taught uh, all up and down uh, uh, the Oregon coast, the Willamette Valley, uh, I coached for five years at Umpqua College in oh, wow. uh, Roseburg, Oregon. Yeah, uh, Roseburg have good basketball, good basketball. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, um, what I, I got to put an age on you. What years were you at Lebanon? Or were you, you mentioned well, South, you were I was at South Eugene High School? South Eugene, okay, yeah. Um, um I was there in the late 80s, okay. Um, like 89, 88, 89. All right. Uh, I'm trying to, and that's a story for another day, but uh, very cool to hear all those connections, including, you know, the, the, the back and forth. Great stuff. Uh, for our listeners, we're visiting with James Slayton today. He's the district athletic director for the Sarasota public school system, Sarasota, Florida. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back. So please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you need to know this. Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that helps schools with compliance, with communication, and even risk management. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility, has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. It can help with team communication, with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, final forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time that you talked with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest again is James Slayton. He's the District Athletic Director for Sarasota Public Schools here in Florida. Uh, James, um, a lot of us start out as teachers and coaches. Some of us spend our whole career there. Okay, uh, you know, you made that change to uh, Athletic Director and even another level, you know, County or District AD. Talk a little bit about that, uh, moving to the other side of the desk. Uh, what were some of the excitements? What were some of the challenges of that position? Well, Jake, you know, I mentioned early on that that was a goal. At one point, I wanted to be an athletic director. And I really, when I set that goal, I didn't even know what that meant at the time. Um, but now, you know, sitting where I am now, you know, honestly, the coaching part was the hardest thing for me to give up. Yeah. Late in my career, coaching-wise, I kind of told myself, I don't think I can give it up because coach was who I was. Um, you know, that title coach, you know, carries a big significance. Uh, it did in my life when I was a player. And then hopefully it did for a lot of my players when I was a coach, but it was hard. I, my identity was tied into that 
of being a basketball coach. And um, so it was a tough decision. It was one I agonized over and prayed over. Um, and But at the same time, I knew that I wanted to have a larger impact on a bigger organization as a whole, where instead of just my program, I was having an impact, I could potentially, you know, have an impact across the district. You know, we have thousands and thousands of athletes, hundreds and hundreds of coaches, uh, many athletic directors. So it's an opportunity uh, for me to hopefully provide some of that leadership that I've been given over the years. So it was a tough transition. It wasn't easy. Uh, I, we'll probably talk about some of the other things later, but you know, for me, jumping into that realm, uh, I think coaching just prepared me for it. Because when you run a when you run a large programs, and I've had some where I've been responsible for uh, six teams. I've also run some big AAU organizations where I've had up to ten teams. You know, so when you do that, you're preparing yourself to deal with the, that bigger group as a whole, with the parents, with uh, community members, with all your stakeholders. Uh, your your kids, of course. Um, so it, it it prepared me. I think my coaching, and obviously in the classroom teaching as well. But I think that being a head coach of some large programs over the years really prepared me uh, for being an athletic director. Yeah, boy, I, I can really relate to that. Uh, I was fortunate. Uh, my first AD job uh, was a smaller private school, but I was also the head football coach, and I kept both hats. Uh, and then when I, uh, went to another school that hired me just as their AD, uh, it was tough to give up that coaching. You know, it, it just, it really, uh, you know, it, it gets into your heart, gets into your, uh, your soul. Uh, but, uh, um, I, I eventually learned to, uh, you know, hire great coaches and, and let them coach the team. So I didn't have to worry about that as much. Um, you're at Sarasota public school. So you've got high schools, uh, there is, you know, middle school uh, sports there. Um, share with our listeners, um, you know, your system and how you run that just a little bit. Uh, are there building ADs or are you much more hands-on because you don't have that? How does it work in the Sarasota school system? Yeah, so our, uh, our middle schools all have an AD and uh, so we're fortunate there. So I, I'm, I'm more hands-on with the scheduling the officials, that kind of thing with our middle schools, because those ADs, they don't have the time during the day to do as much of that kind of organizational stuff. So I do a lot of hands-on with our middle schools. Um, with our high schools, I am super involved, but I also believe kind of what you were saying about hiring great people. We have great people at all of our high schools, and I, I provide direction and leadership and uh, opportunities for feedback back and forth. Um, we meet monthly, we give out updates uh, weekly. Uh, we're in constant communication and it's a two-way street. We help each other. You know, our goal is obviously for the district to, uh, to have a place, but also each individual school be the best they can be. So we're working really hard at that. We also have an athletic secretary at each school, an assistant athletic director at each school, and then an assistant principal uh, that has a focus in athletics as well. So we take athletics very seriously in Sarasota County, and we've been fortunate. We've been uh, some of the best in the state, both on the field and court, but also in the classroom as we've won uh, many academic state championships along with athletic state championships over the past several years. And, and then we honor those. 
We make sure that we honor them in our board meetings. We just had one at our last board meeting uh, Tuesday night that we honored. So any chance we get to promote those uh, programs, we do it every chance we get. Wow, really sounds like uh, you're doing things the right way. I always like to say that, you know, every single student at a school, any school, every single student's involved in academics, but the next most, you know, participated program is athletics. Uh, and so it, it's, it behooves a school. It sounds like you guys are doing it uh, and then some uh, to recognize the important uh, part that athletics plays in that high school experience. You know, great yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, for a vast majority of our community, um, they're not aware of that. And any chance we can get, I mean, I, in fact, I was in a meeting today and uh, it was a big meeting and I can probably talk about it here in a minute something we were able to accomplish at that meeting. But, uh, you know, I said, if it wasn't for athletics, I would not have made it through. Uh, I was the first person from my dad's side of the family to go to college. Um, I ended up getting three degrees. Um, and it's not because I'm this smart, great. It's because if I had great, smart people in my life that through sports helped me have a vision for a future. And for a lot of our kids, we don't want to admit it, but sports may be the only reason they're there. And without sports and without that kind of leadership, uh, we're doing some stuff with our bottom quartile of student athletes that I don't think anybody's doing um, that I've heard of. Um, it actually was uh, some advice came from my uh, superiors and we're going to have our athletic directors are going to have a class where they're going to have those student athletes that are struggling a little bit academically and hopefully have a chance to mentor and lead them to improve their academics. No, I, I think it's a great idea. I can't imagine an athletic director that wouldn't welcome that opportunity to, to work with kids like that. Um, we're going to hear some more, but we're going to take a quick break. Again, we're visiting today with James Slayton. He's the district athletic director for the Sarasota, Florida public school system. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Huddle for their support. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their athletes play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but there's a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes perform at their best. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is James Slayton. He's the District Athletic Director for the Sarasota County Public Schools here in Florida. Um, Coach, one of the things that we really like to do, I enjoy doing it, is hearing the stories about the mentors that our guests have had. So none of us get to where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that have helped you along the way? 
Well, I talked about Coach Step a little bit earlier. Um, he's definitely one that stands out to me. I mean, from a coaching uh, perspective, I think I took a lot of his personality, um, the way he attacked the game, the fundamental type of coach he was. We had classes uh, at South Eugene High School called Advanced Sharpshooting, and we weren't shooting guns. We were shooting basketballs, and we would break your shot down. He ended up writing books about it, but we, we would break your shot down from your toes to your fingertips, and uh, you could always tell a South Eugene basketball player because how pure their form was. So I learned a lot about that, but also just how to treat people, uh, you know, that he cared for his players. Um, I learned that very early on. And then moving on towards the end of my high school, probably a youth pastor had, a, had the next biggest impact on me. Uh, Rusty, we're still friends to this day. He's now a pastor in Kansas. Um, we talk all the time, but just, uh, you know, obviously as a Christian, he was a former athlete. Uh, he played college basketball as well. So we had a good connection there. Ended up actually living with him for a little while my senior year. Um, so he was a huge impact on me. And then I could go on and on down the, down the line. Even folks that probably weren't as positive as those first two. But one thing that I've learned over the years is even when you see things that aren't being done the right way or, or people that aren't doing things the right way, you can learn Necess what necessarily not to do. And so uh, I've, I've tried to take a little bit from everybody I've coached with, I've worked under, I've worked alongside, um, good or bad, uh, that I can either use in my profession and use in my coaching and use in my teaching, um, and now in my leadership, or things I need to stay away from. <laughs> uh, so I, I tried to take that as a positive. And I think learning is something that, uh, for those of us that desire to improve, it's something that you need to continue to work on. Um, I don't have a desire, I know you're a doctor. I don't have a desire to become a doctor, but who knows, you never know. Uh, but I think that general desire to want to learn, to stay involved, you know, networking I think is extremely big. I learned that early on and in this profession, it's huge and I have, if you had a question about something I couldn't get you an answer to, uh, it wouldn't take me but about two minutes. And I can send a text out to athletic directors all over the state, and I could get that answer very quickly. I need to get a survey. Um, my superintendent asked me for information, and people are amazed at how quickly I can get that to them. And it's because of not myself, my, not my knowledge, but the knowledge of our group. So that networking group is just is, uh, instrumental. Let's go and follow that thread a little bit. Um, you know, when you and I uh, met at that track meet, we started talking and, uh, you know, you had mentioned, I think that you had heard me present at uh, FIAAA. Um, talk a little bit about, um, you know, that awareness, you know, as uh, an AD, how did you first hear about FIAAA? And, you know, wh where are you on your journey uh, with NIAAA at this point? Yeah, so, um... You know, this is something that I'm definitely working towards. Uh, I've taken several of the classes. Um, in fact, the one I'm taking, I'm taking uh, next week. Which one am I taking? Uh, organizational one. So, um, which one was it? <laughs> I just don't have it. Um, 
Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the enhancing educational uh, organization. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely working towards that CAA. And uh, I know you're a CMAA. Um, so that's something I desire to continue to improve. Uh, time is pretty tough right now. Um, I just recently got remarried about six months ago and now have six kids. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, she's also an educator. So, you know, we have some similar interests there. But at the same time, you know, it is tough. It is tough to manage it all. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've decided this is something I want to do. So I'm going to take baby steps to get there. Um, but there's a huge group here in Florida, especially that are very involved in FIAAA. And uh, I've kind of partnered alongside them. So it's been something that's, uh, it's, it's work, but at the same time, it's something that's enjoyable. And uh, it's such a great organization in my few years that I've been involved. And uh, I'm looking forward to the future with it. Yeah, I'm going to let you follow up with that again. You, when uh, you and I were first talking, you know, I, I think I asked you, um, I, I think I remember I asked you if you knew Dan Talbot, who's, um, you know, one of our FIAAA board members. And you said that you had reached out to Dan and some other people um, when you first got the job at Sarasota. Talk a little bit about that, because I think that's a great example of, you know, using and developing that network. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, one of the first things I did when getting this job was to go visit other county athletic directors district athletic directors, and just, you know, I just picked their brain. I mean, what what do you think? What should I be doing? What should I, what has been good for you? What things should I stay away from? But Dan was one of those. Um, I was able to go uh, spend some time with him, actually spend an entire day with him. It was great. And uh, he's one of the guys in my group that if I need something, he's there. Same for me. If he needs something, I'm here. Um, but I think that is something I – especially when you're young you think you have to do it all on your own but that is such a big mistake uh if i had one bit of advice for any new athletic director or a coach just work on that network those relationships that you have with your peers and those that are maybe maybe uh further along than you are so big Oh, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, save some of those tips for your toolbox segment. We'll do that at the end of the podcast. But again, great, great examples of how we can get better, whether it's, you know, formally through the LTC program with NIAAA or just informally going out and visiting, spending a day with another athletic director. Very cool stuff. Uh, we're going to take another quick break, uh, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every single year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out. You'll be very impressed. 
Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're visiting today with James Slayton, who's the District Athletic Director for the Sarasota, Florida Public Schools. James, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. What are some things that you and your coaches do uh, at Sarasota that when you take a step back, you can say, uh, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, do you have any best practices you can share? Yeah, and several of these are ones that uh, I learned from some other ADs. Um, actually, this first one I'm going to talk about uh, is the communication, which is so important to make sure you're keeping everybody, all your stakeholders on the same page. So I do something uh, every Monday. I call it the Monday morning quarterback. And every Monday, I will send it out across the district uh, to all of our athletic folks uh, just to make sure they're all on the same page. Could be updates, could be and the things that are going on. Also send one called uh, athletic updates where uh, we talk about the sporting events that are gonna be happening over the next couple of weeks, just to start promoting that, getting it out there. Um, that's big. And then, you know, our monthly athletic director meetings that we started doing. So we, you know, pre COVID we were rotating schools and now we're back to that a little bit, but you know, we were zooming kind of uh, before COVID. Um, we were doing that monthly. And then we got back to uh, live a little bit this year. So we'd work on that. Um, you know, the, we talked a little bit about some of the recognitions we do at our board meetings. I think that's extremely big. If you're not doing that already, uh, a chance to get in front of the board, you know, they televise ours, it goes across our communities. Uh, I think that's important. You know, a big one that we started this past year is called 3D Coaching mm -hmm. uh, through the 3D Institute. And we're putting in place to where all of our uh, volunteer and paid coaches will go through uh, 3D coaching modules. And we're gonna continue that process as, as we move forward. We believe that character piece is something that we sometimes gets left out of athletics and it's left to coaches to kind of figure out on their own. So we wanted to be able to give them something for their toolbox uh, that they could use. Uh, and then our continued facility improvement is something that I've really strived for, that I've really pushed. Um, we are doing one school a year. We're putting artificial turf and rubber tracks on every school. Uh, that's something I was working on early on, and we were able to get that started uh, two years ago. So we're on our third school. In fact, Northport's getting their, uh, getting their field put down right now as we speak. Um, that was big. And then just continuing to, to work and fight for athletics. Uh, we've been able to increase our transportation budget, which is, you know, sometimes tough to deal with, but we've got now to where uh, we have each school gets $50,000 a year for transportation, which um, goes a long way for supporting those kids. And then the last thing that I actually just have been working on for the past couple of years, but am finally in the final stages of getting it approved, which is our athletic directors going full-time. And, uh, you know, it's something that uh, is needed. It's such a demanding job that requires so much attention, really 24-7, uh, 365. You know, athletic directors don't get to turn off their cell phones. I mean, if they get a call, if I, and me included, if I get a call on a Friday night at 11 o'clock from a principal, I know it's something important that I need to take it. I've got athletic directors that'll be in a beer stand and you can get a hold of them. Uh, because they understand that importance. So we've, we've been able to push forward with getting them full-time, which is something that uh, was very needed. 
Boy, those are some really cool initiatives. Uh, again, you talk about transportation and the funding. You know, I think people on the outside, they think uh, it's just ordering uh, uniforms and, and football helmets and tennis balls. Uh, they don't realize that, you know, the officials, the transportation, you know, we're, we're already in the hole thousands of dollars before the, the game even starts, you know, because of those things. So great yeah. stuff. If um, one of our listeners wanted to reach out, we'll do this at the end of the show too, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Yeah, you can look up on the district website and find me, or you can email me, which that email's on the district website. Uh, it's james.slayton, S-L-A-T-O-N, james.slayton at sarasotacountyschools.net. Okay. Again, James Slayton, uh, Sarasota County Public Schools. We're going to be back with some more wisdom, but uh, please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. You know, Vital Signs is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is James Slayton, the District Athletic Director for Sarasota Public Schools down here in Florida. Coach, one of the questions I've been asking our ADs uh, has to do with this idea of toughness. A um, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, it was very common for coaches to say, you know, come on, guys, you got to be tough, or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And, and we knew what they meant. Uh, but I think over the years, uh, we figured out better ways to communicate those ideas to kids. Um, but toughness, in my opinion, still remains an important part of the athletic experience and of life. So my question is, how can we help kids to develop toughness while also being sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing that we never had to go through? Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a uh, great topic and, and one that sometimes gets overlooked. And, you know, that old adage of just be tough. I mean, what does that really mean? And I, and I do believe in sports, in life, in your family, with your marriage, there is a form of toughness that is so crucial. Um, and it's not just physical toughness, which of course is important for athletics, but also a mental toughness. Uh, when things get going the wrong way, when things get hard, how do we handle them? So I think teaching that um, is big, uh, both from the physical and the mental. Um, you know, one of the things I did as a coach, and it was about developing that we were the toughest team on the floor, and we took pride in that. And how do we do that? Well, that's how we practice. We have drills set up to help us with that. We have training that helped set us up for that. And then to really praise that with them, 
when they are showing that toughness. And there's going to be times when they fail. And being able to accept that, learn that we are going to have failure, it's okay to fail. But at the same time, can we grow from that? And uh, I remember one of the drills, we, we called it ball tough. And early on, they didn't like it. And we talked about it. And you're not going to like it. And it was about, we went for five minutes. And they couldn't dribble. And they had to be as tough with the ball as they could that we would let the defense foul them. We'd let them push them, hold them, grab them. Um, but they, they couldn't turn the ball over. And well, what, what fast forward, what happened with our team was it got late in the game. And if it's three minutes to go, we've got a four point lead. You're going to have to tackle us to get the ball out of our hands. And we, they almost, they would get excited about that opportunity um, where they had developed that mental and physical toughness that I don't care what you do to me, I'm going to be able to handle it. Um, so I think that is important um, that, uh, that you train for it. And then at the same time, like I talked about, that it's okay to fail. That when we fail, that's just a learning experience. It's an opportunity for us to grow. And uh, I think so many times coaches, yes, we want perfection, but that's not realistic. And when, we, when we're not perfect, you know what? It's okay to pat them on the back and you know what? It's all right. And uh, to be as positive you, as you can through both the successes and the failures. Yeah, I love that whole process about, you know, here's the drill. You know, you might not like it. Uh, they didn't like it, uh, but you talked about it and communicated. Well, this is why we're doing it. This is important. And then uh, they end up embracing that and looking forward to those opportunities, uh, you know, where they could, you know, now uh, do it in a game and not just in a practice. Very yeah, you know, many drills you can do like that. I mean, I'm going back to my basketball days, but, you know, diving on the floor after a loose ball, that's not a natural skill that most people have, but that's something you need to learn how to do. And then uh, same thing with taking charges. And our teams would get to be where they would celebrate that. We would make a big deal out of it. And they were, it was almost like when they would see a teammate do that, I had one time we were playing in a playoff game against Lehigh, uh, <laughs> and we had a one play. We had three guys dive on the floor to keep a ball alive, and then we finished it with a layup. And we had I had the opposing coach uh, call me after the game and said, I've got to get that video um, to be able to show my guys that's how you lay your body on the line. And our kids, it, it became that they were excited about that kind of thing. And that's when you know you've got their heart when yep. – uh, they get excited about something that's really shouldn't be excitable. <laughs> no, absolutely. That, that is uh, spot on. Um, James, you know, you impressed me, as I said, uh, that day at that middle school track meet, you know, here's a guy, the County AD, uh, but he's out there sleeves rolled up, diving in, you know, helping out at every level. And this has been really cool getting to find out, uh, you know, some commonalities that we have, you know, career-wise and, and uh, you know, traveling the country-wise. But we're not done yet. Uh, we always end with our Athletic Director's Toolbox segment, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys. So we're going to take a quick break here from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. But when we come back, we're going to find out what James Slayton is going to put in his Athletic Director Toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data 
that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the parents and the players who really love your program a voice and helps them demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, we've reached that time in the podcast where we're going to put our guest, James Slayton, on the spot and ask him what three tools would he put into a brand new athletic director's toolbox? James Slayton, what do you got for us? Yeah, and, and really, I mean, if we wanted to go on, we could probably put 100 in there, but it's just uh, our, our jobs are so diverse and there's so many things that we have to do and with the ever-changing world we live in. Um, but if I had to do three, I would think number one are relationships. You have to develop positive relationships with all your stakeholders. And you've got to decide early on who, who are those stakeholders. So if I'm a coach, if I'm an athletic director, um, but for ADs especially, you know, your students, your athletes, your coaches, your staff at your school, um, your administration at your school, the community as a whole, uh, some of those big community organizations that we're fortunate enough to have here in Sarasota County, uh, those are very important. Even at a, at a higher end, your mayor, uh, your sheriff, you know, all those folks, it's so important to have that relationship that when, you know, times get tough or you need something, or you need help, uh, you have people that you can lean on and reach out to. So I think that those relationships are, are number one. Without those, it's hard to be that single man on the wall uh, by yourself. The next part I would say is, and it's not one that I enjoy, uh, and, and, but it's organization. You've got to be organized. Uh, you've got to have timelines. You've got to keep yourself uh, focused on what's important. You know, whether for me is, I, I know that every Monday I've got to get my Monday morning quarterback out. I've got to get my athletic updates out. I've got to have my monthly meeting. So I need to be preparing for that meeting. Uh, all those big events that you have going on, if, if you're not organized, uh, you're going to struggle with that. And then the last part I would say is that continually wanting to learn from, you know, programs like the FIAAA, NIAAA, but also from others. Uh, that networking that I talked about a little bit earlier, that if you try to be a lone ranger, it's going to be really tough in this field. But having those people that you can lean on for advice, for encouragement, and also be able to do the same, I think is so important. So developing those, you know, having those as group contacts. I have several that are group texts that I send out to small groups, big groups, different groups. Um, same thing with email chains, being able to get feedback and information using some surveys that I can send out easily and get information that's very valuable uh, that I can use for my job or for the job of my uh, athletes, coaches, and athletic directors. Wow. All great stuff. I'm sure you saw me scribbling the, those down. Um, 
Once again, thanks so much for being on the podcast. And again, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit, and listeners, I think you really should, uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Okay, anytime, uh, email would be best. Uh, James.Slayton, S is in Sam, L A T O N, James.Slayton at Sarasota County Schools.net. James Slayton, thanks so much for being a guest on the podcast today and all the best moving forward you know, with your teams and your programs. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. And uh, good luck to anyone. Anyone needs anything, please reach out. <laughs> For our listeners, uh, the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate you listening today. Come back again just about every day for new content. And um, I want to give you a heads up. We have two new books coming out. Uh, Dan Como, who does our Mentoring Minute on Tuesday, uh, his book, The Mentoring Minute, will be coming out at the... Um, probably the end of April, first week of May. So that'll be on Amazon. Take a look for that. It'll be Dan's 30 episodes uh, transcribed into a book. And the second edition of the Athletic Director's Toolbox, uh, which uh, James Slayton's tools will be a part of that, uh, that's going to be coming out around July 1st. So um, uh, take a look for those. And uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, please visit our sponsors as they make all of this possible. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.